Breaking news, breaking news before we even start this thing. Ghislaine Maxwell, partner of Jeffrey Epstein, for a, for a while she's been seen with him, found guilty on five of six charges in sex trafficking trial. This is a great way to end the year, man. It says she was found guilty of sex trafficking and four other and four other charges by a New York City jury on Wednesday for her role in years of sexual abuse and sex trafficking alongside partner Jeffrey Epstein. She was acquitted on one count of enticing a minor to travel across state lines to engage in a legal sexual act in an illegal sexual act. Um says she could face a lengthy prison term based on her convictions. And I'm seeing uh, you you can already see the fallout. Now, on a past episode, we read the names that were associated. Another list came out. Sony was on there. Young Money was on there. Uh, Rock Nation, um, I believe, was on there. Jay-Z's group was on there. And now we're seeing that Prince Andrew is possibly in some hot water because he was seen there. Um one of the more interesting things that i saw was how much the clinton family was there i think i just read we'll cover more of this on youtube i think i just read that during the clinton term uh epstein visited the white house around 17 times or they crossed paths on record 17 times he was on the jet get them all out of there man i know a lot a lot a lot a lot of Hollywood government officials, a lot of people are shaking in their boots right now. A lot of people are, man. As they should be. I'm hearing that they sealed the little black book being announced. I'm hearing that FBI agents may have lost evidence. At least some justice was done, but I want to see all of them brought down. All of them brought down. All right? Regardless, this is a good way to end the year. Let's lock more of these weirdos up. All right, let's get into the podcast, man. This is the underground. Down to sleep. I pray to love my soul to keep. I pray to Pull up, make all niggas bleed. I got what I like overseas. We talk about like NBA. I'm with the gang, I with the mob, what was you thinking? Remember them days and that shit was hard, a nigga been thinking. I put a four in a 20 ounce, a nigga been drinking. If you with the squad, I give you my heart, a nigga, I mean it. I was fighting some demons, and it feel bitch, I'm deep in. I was raising a deep end, I know niggas be sinking. Take your bitch and go deep in, but I give her back while you tweaking. Come around with that rah rah, we leave you dead on the cement. With the game, we ain't playing fair. Matter of fact, we don't play at all. OG was in the air, but we better run till we smoke it all. Putting on the front, boy, you better fall. We don't kill them dead, we don't kill them all. May spend a 10 when I'm in the mall. I was on the bin with it in my draw. Hit that smoking, I'm blacking. Hit that smoking, I black out. If he run, blow his back down. I was gone, but I'm back down. These niggas gon' fall, but I never back down. In the school, I was trapping. In the school, you was class clown. Down to sleep. Yeah, I pray to love my soul to keep. Yeah. Like a lock me 
if I got the keys, yeah Pull up, make all niggas bleed I got water like overseas, Bitch, I'm about like NBA, yeah Bitch, I'm about like MVP, yeah I got money like envy me Welcome to the final episode of the year of the Underground Podcast. I want to give a big shout out to all the donos, everyone who got prio, all the dope artists who have been submitting music all year. Big shout out to y'all, man. It has been a great year and we're only going to level up more next year for sure, man. Salute to y'all. I hope everybody had a good Christmas. Um, My Christmas was unique in that... I received no Merry Christmas wishes from my internal circle at all. I really had to realize there's a lot of people that I have to let go. That's what this holiday season told me. From immediate family to artists that I was once cool with to people I was once cool with. This holiday season told me there are so many people who I had around me or who I was interacting with who are used to doing the bare minimum or used to doing the opposite of love and sticking around. And this season, I I talked about it a lot to anybody who knows me off mic, but this season was one of the first times that I really stood back and said, oh, wow, they really did all that and they're still going. They're comfortable. To let y'all know, man, you know, we like to keep it transparent with my immediate family. This is the kind of stuff that I have to deal with behind the scenes. I come home one day. I had uh, fallen on hard times, moved back in, you know, with the fam. I come home one day, one of my favorite video games is missing. A game that I can't ignore. It's missing. Try to speak to someone about it. At the mere thought of me questioning that they might have touched it, they go off. What are you talking about? How could you say that? Blah, 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 blah. And then I remember saying, yo, I know I didn't lose this thing. Like, well, I don't know what you talk about. I know I didn't lose this game. This is the kind of stuff that I've had to deal with. This family member says, and when you find it, I want to make sure you apologize to me. So I'm looking around, I'm looking around, I'm looking around. I open the drawer and find a totally different copy of the same type of game. It looks like somebody bought a different copy for an entirely different system and just kind of left it. It was still in the packaging. I pick it up, put it in my pocket, go talk to this family member again. This family member doubles down. If you When you find it, you apologize. I can't believe you're accusing me of doing something like this. Meanwhile, I'm standing there with this other game in my pocket. Like, yo, this was clearly bought. It looks like to replace something. 
it gets to the point where I drop the new game on the table and say, well, what is this then? Family members go off on me. Go off on me. Corner me. And force me to say, I am essentially crazy and I made it up. These are the things that I've had to deal with, yo. They forced me to say that the, the game that I wanted the most, I just lost. And it's just a video game, but the craziness behind it, this is what I want people to know. Narcissism is real. And when you start standing up to a narcissist, they attack you. And I come from a family of narcissists, unfortunately. And I'm not dissing, but this is my experience. Years later, I find the game and someone had taken it out of my system and put it somewhere else. Years later, I found it in a stack of games that someone had picked up and put there that wasn't me. So they cornered me made me admit that I was crazy, tell them that I was crazy, when this family member knew what they had done all along. Was it to teach me a lesson? Did they, did they move in and buy the game to try to make me look crazy? I don't know. But those are the kinds of things that I've had to deal with. Now multiply that by 10 and apply it to any major lifestyle, mile, uh, any major uh, life milestones. Second grade, the bully told me that, and I, we we gonna talk about it because this this ain't for people who have like super happy experiences. This is for people who are dealing with real family trauma behind the scenes and being suppressed. I am speaking up. People dealing with real situations behind the scenes. Second grade, bullies were telling me I wanted they they wanted me to kill myself. I go talk to a, a family member. Family member says it's my fault because I'm too sensitive changes my entire perception for my entire life they raise me to believe that anybody who insults me it's my fault anyone who bullies me it's my fault and i realized that was passed down to everybody in my immediate family it was like being raised on the show succession a wolf pack anyone who shows any kind of weakness attack them and sabotage them. I'll tell y'all one more story just to let you know how deep it gets. College. I'm in the teacher program. One semester away from graduating. I have to go teach at a school a couple miles up the street. It's the middle of winter. Snow is falling from the sky. All right? You know how, you know how like elders were like, yo, I had to walk a mile each way in snow. I actually, it was snowing like that. I'm going there. Been blessed with a vehicle. Just driving back and forth, getting my teaching hours done. All of a sudden, I get a call that says, we're taking the car back. I said, for what? Ah, uh, we just don't feel like you. You should have it. I failed. Tried walking in the snow. I, I heard somebody on TikTok say, uh, I can tell you're a man because you're blaming everyone else for your issues. I'm not blaming anyone. I still graduated college. And I'm happy. But I had to walk miles in the snow. I failed that semester. I, had a, you, I don't know. Maybe somebody else could have made it. I took the English major, got out. 
No one. And you know what? Maybe I could have. I could have woken up at 6 a.m. and finished that semester walking in the snow for a mile. No, more than a mile each way and made it. I didn't do that. Still graduated, though. To this day, none of my immediate family will acknowledge in any way, shape, or form that any of these things happened. I have been beat up and thrown downstairs head first. And what I was told was, you better not post this on Facebook. Happened twice. What I was told was, you better not post this on Facebook. And, and other family members, you know, they'd sneak and send me a little money to get out of the situation. But the mental abuse continued. And it's super continued. And it made me realize, man, and this is not to like turn it into a freaking therapy session. This is literally for people who are dealing with narcissistic, abusive people behind the scenes and who feel like nobody else is going through it. I know what it's like to see someone be dead wrong and they try to spaz on you for what they did. I know what that's like. This holiday season, it hurt me at first, and I, I definitely shed some tears, but me and my son ended up having a great Christmas, y'all. A great Christmas. Shout out to my son's mom. Made a brother a plate. We ended up having a great Christmas, and I didn't have to deal with another holiday shaming ritual. I have been physically run up on at Christmas, I think because I said Joe Budden created a emo rap i had a family member run up on me and try to punch me and guess what happened whole family turned and said justin why'd you do that (laughs) justin is my name the whole family literally turned on me and said why did you do that like it was my fault that is how deep this goes and what they do is narcissists they try to corner you so nobody knows what's going on been uninvited to family gatherings before all this stuff and the main mantra is don't tell anybody it's like being in the mafia i've had a whole house offered to me and then taken away out of spite and was dissed when i spoke on it that's that these things really happen this holiday season was the first holiday season where i did not play along with my narcissistic family shaming rituals and when i did not get bought by gifts or money because that's the other part of it a narcissist or someone who is abusive will at times try to either love bomb and manipulate you with certain situations that they know or certain things that they've done or they will try to give you a gift and then use that gift to twist the knife that's why i'm apprehensive about accepting anything from anybody This holiday season, I did not participate in my narcissistic family's shaming and silence ritual. And as a consequence, I heard from none of them. When I finally stood up for myself and spoke on all of these crazy things and said, this is not okay, you don't even think you need to apologize. Kicked out for the family for like the 80th time. Didn't reach out to, hey, hey, my son. Didn't reach out to say anything to my son. Didn't say Merry Christmas to my son. None of it. And I can tell just by how they are, they are sitting around thinking they're right. 
You know how many times I've logged on to Facebook and seen my whole entire immediate family having a great time and no one said anything to me about it. I used to really think because of that brainwashing that it was just me, it was my fault. One of the elders of the family actually, when I, when I was speaking up on abuse and how somebody beat me up, one of the elders actually looked me in my face and told me, everything that happens to you is your fault. They really said that. And everyone in the room was like, oh, that's, uh, that's so wise. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm sharing my story to let y'all know, man, sometimes it can be lonely on the holidays. This is for anyone, not only for people dealing with narcissistic people who may have lost, people who may have lost family members. So the holidays are a little hard to deal with. People who may be dealing with like breakups, things like that. This is for y'all. I put a song out. Shout out to Hughes, the homie Hughes. I put a song out and it is, it's my holiday anthem for people who are a little lonely on the holidays, people who are feeling the silence on the holidays. I want to tell you, man, make your own traditions, find a way to be happy and find your own family. And it's not love. People cannot, this is something I really had to learn. It is not love. If they can hurt you on purpose and then turn around and attack you for what they did wrong. That's not love. That is someone looking for a scapegoat, a punching bag, someone to abuse to make themselves feel better. And guess what? Forgiveness is a good thing, but you are not anybody's punching bag. That's what I'm here to tell you. And prayers up for my narcissistic family members. Prayers up for anybody sitting around thinking that they're in the right when they have purposely gone out of their way to sabotage, hurt, insult, demean, scare, hurt, do anything to someone. I said hurt twice. Prayers up for them because y'all need it most. Because y'all are doing the devil's work and thinking that you on God's side. Benny Siegel said it best. There's family and then there's relatives. Family is who you make. Relatives is who you share blood with. So this, this Christmas season really told me, yo, anybody who's used to disrespecting you, anybody who's used to coming around just complaining, 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 complaining about problems. I had an artist waste my time for hours, complaining, 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 complaining. And a day later, they were right back around the people they were complaining about. And when I said something, they had the nerve to get mad at me. No, no, nah. This holiday season told me whatever you going through is not an excuse to be a dick. <laughs> it's not an excuse. So prayers up for anybody who whose holiday did not go the conventional route, man. I am I am definitely here for you, man. And if you have a family who supports you, if you have a family that that uplifts you, that doesn't try to hurt you and then throw money at a problem. If you have people that uplift you, if you have people that take accountability for their actions, if you have people that don't waste your time complaining and being negative, appreciate them, man. You shoot a text to them right now. Listen, I appreciate you for being such a positive force in my life because there's people out there who wish that they had even one person Thank God I got my son. Woo! 
had even one person who would just believe in them, who would be nice to them. There are people out there who wish they just had one, and I'm very thankful I have y'all, man. For real, man. So this next song, to any of the narcissists out there, to any of the people normalizing abuse, especially on the holidays, for anybody who is missing someone on the holidays, for anybody who's thinking of loss or, or the holidays just weren't cheerful for you. Say goodbye to that, that pain, man. Say goodbye to those bad memories. Say goodbye to those narcissistic family members. This next song is for y'all. Feel the same, too much pleasure is pain My girl spites me in vain All I do is complain She needs something to change Need to take off the ass So fuck it all tonight And don't tell me to shut up When you know you talk too much But you don't got shit to say I want you out of my head I want you out of my bedroom tonight there's no way I can save you Cause I need to be safe too I'm no good at goodbyes We're both acting insane But too stubborn to change Now I'm drinking again 80 proof in my veins And my fingers are stained Looking over the ass Don't fuck with me tonight Say you needed this heart Then you got it Turns out that it wasn't what you wanted I want you back here tonight I'm trying to cut you no knife I wanna slice you and dice you My heart you possessive It got you precise Can you not turn off the TV? I'm watching it fight I fled in garage Blue diamond on shock You pop it like dog He's nigga man eyes You don't need a key to drive Your car on a charger I just wanna see the side The one that's unbothered
So, man, it's been a crazy year because of the pandemic. Time kind of just blurs together. But I wanted to go over some of the top craziest hip-hop moments in 2021, man. Of course, we have to start out with the ongoing strangeness that is the Drake and Kanye West beef. Started out, they just started out going back and forth. Uh, Pusha T and Drake uh, with the whole child thing, like Pusha T exposing Drake had a child. They, they were going back and forth, Young Money and, and Pusha T before that. But it, it really escalated this year. And we got to see a Drink Champs interview where Kanye addressed multiple things. We got a concert, the, the Larry Hoover concert out of that. So I'll say this is this was one of the strangest, most high profile back and forths that we saw. We I remember I don't think it was in 2021, but Drake with the whole I got a diss song. That's so crazy. It would end your career, alluding that he slept with Kim Kardashian, all this crazy stuff. And it's still like to some degree going. But at least Drake has kind of bowed out gracefully. After the concert, there's footage. Someone just said there's footage of Drake crying while Kanye performs. Um, it's been announced that Kanye just bought a house directly across from Kim Kardashian. And people are having a field day with that. It's good to be close to your kids. I'm definitely not buying a house across the street from any of my exes. But that's none of my business. Um, that, was, that was a crazy moment, man. That was a crazy moment. Um... What else do we got here? Trick Daddy. Kodak Black and the thing... Kodak Black has just been... I don't even want to put too much light on this, but the things Kodak Black has been doing tells me that he's got a lot of... He probably should seek therapy, man. Like, it's it's getting weird. The vid, There's a video of him groping his mom. There's a video of him... His son, he's got a stripper twerking on his son. There's a lot of incest vibes going going on over there. And then uh, the whole, the whole, I got to talk about the Jack Boy situation. Jack Boy, Kodak Black's artist, came out and said, yo, you ain't about to sacrifice me. There was some money that needed to be paid. He said, you ain't about to sacrifice me. Got away from Kodak. All of a sudden, one of Kodak's artists ends up, like, chopped up, which is kind of crazy. I don't, I'm not saying that that's connected, but that was a weird moment, huh? Wasn't that crazy? Um... Lil Boosie and Lil Nas X, their back and forth was fascinating. Uh, Lil Boosie super doesn't like gay people, and Lil Nas X became aware of that. So he just started trolling Lil Boosie, and Lil Boosie just went crazy on social media. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 that was an interesting back and forth. Uh... I'm not even going to read what he said because that's like, that's crazy. Now, this is something that I think should have been a bigger deal, but that no one is talking about at the moment. Do y'all remember when T.I. and Tiny got accused of sexual abuse by mad women? Do you remember that? When they were saying that T.I. was getting people at free concerts, drugging them, 
a, a woman said she had an experience where they were everyone was passed out in the hotel she woke up and saw bodies just laying all over the hotel people passed out and that went away ti i think put out a diss song that went right away i still think that if that situation is true ti is up there with epstein for that like you got epstein had an island but ti is traveling around allegedly this is what these people were saying traveling around to different shows having free concerts and then taking them back to a hotel room and doing crazy stuff that that's sick that's pretty sick so i know that quieted down people got real quiet about that um but that was that was weird to me that was weird to me uh the Nicki minaj thing Soldier Boy and Young Dolph, that was unfortunate. The timing of that was real strange. I don't even want to get into that that much. The baby getting canceled. That Y'all remember that? The baby getting canceled at Rolling Loud. The baby got on stage and said some weird stuff that didn't really make sense. Shout, he said shout out to everybody who doesn't have AIDS, I think. <laughs> I think and shout out to everybody who's not giving head in the parking lot right now. That's what he said. Um, They canceled him. Super canceled him. They canceled him for that. Uh, but they have let him back. And that really shows how much the artists do not control the industry and how much the LGBTQ community really runs things in the entertainment industry when it comes to these opportunities and festivals. And there's a lot of people who have done worse who have not been canceled because they're in with the right crowd. So he's, he's I guess they... Some, I saw someone said he had a meeting or something. I was like, dang. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think he's, I, I guess he's recovering. I'm not really listening to that, that much The Baby. Dave East put out really, really good music. I feel like that needs to be said. Dave East has just been consistently dropping fire. And I really feel like he needs to be commended just for being consistent, not being dramatic, not being all in the headlines. You know what I mean? Like... I think that was that was smooth. Um, Astro World, Astro World. What else do you need to say? One of the to me one of the biggest examples of blatant occult activity and the effects of it, and the effects of if you don't want to say the occult, the effects of endorsing that people should just not care about anything and just do what they want, which is actually. Um, one of the satanic manifestos it's do as thou wilt which is an, the, the title absol picked for his album uh that means just do whatever feels good and that sounds good on paper until what you're doing hurts people and people don't want to talk about that so travis scott created this whole environment where it was like oh we're ragers yeah we're raging yeah we're raging woo and people ended up getting hurt i think directly because of that uh, also, the signs at the concert said, see you on the other side. I don't know how people didn't see that as a ritual sacrifice, but I'm going to continue on. Um, let's get into let's get into some albums that that were great this year and some albums that sort of came and went this year. Um, first, I got is speaking about albums that came and went. Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich, man, the box took over the world. And no one is really talking about this latest album, which is weird to me. But I said it from the beginning, 
Roddy Rich has some of the best melodies in the game, but his lyrics are super basic. And I think people found out like, yo, this dude really is just rapping the same exact verse over and over. So I think that uh, I think that he'll recover. But this this people are not talking about this Roddy Rich album at all. And it's very surprising given what his last album did. That was a cultural situation. Tyler, the creators, call me if you get lost. Some of the best live performances came out of that album. No pun intended. Um, Young Thug, Punk. Uh, that that was, to me, Young Thug is really good at almost like psychology rap. He really went into his mentality on some of these songs, and especially some of these interludes, man. Donda. Donda, Donda, Donda. One of the most creative rollouts for an album that I have seen, but also one of the first, no, the second Kanye album that I felt like was done for attention and money. And it may sound messed up. The other one I have is Life of Pablo. The beats were great, but he wasn't talking about anything at all on that album. At all. Not really. Ultra Light Beam is fire, though. Hey, hey, come here. Say what's up to the podcast. Wait, come here. Come, up, come over to the mic. What, what are you? What are you watching? Oh, this is the end of Angry Birds. Say what's up. The mic's up here. Say what's up. What's up? Say happy 2021. Happy 2021. Say happy New Year. Happy New Year. Is there anything you want to say to the people right now? Anything you want to tell them? Anything they should do? Oh, what is a movie that they should watch or a show that they should watch? Can you give me a show recommendation? What's a good show? Angry Beavers. Angry Beavers. Hey, that is a great show, man. Thank you. Um, okay, so what, what do you want to watch right now? We're just talking. I'm, I'm on here talking about 2021. How was your year? Was your year good? Yeah. It was good? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Good, man. You had a good Christmas, too? Mm-hmm. All right, 22, 2022 is going to be better, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Way better. And it was pretty good, too. Um, all right, what do, what do you want to watch? I gotta get back to podcasting, but I'll get your movie going. What do you want to watch? Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3. Yo, I still haven't seen Toy Story 4. Toy Story 3. Here you go, buddy. Yo, yo, I got a, I got a movie that I didn't like. Whoa. Ugly Dolls. You love ugly dolls. I'm hating right now. Oh, I'm being a hater. You think and I should? Lou. Huh? And Lou was. Lou was a hater in that movie. Yeah. You think I should give it another chance? Yes. All right, I will. All right, man. Enjoy your movie. Is it working? Come on, Toy Story. If y'all haven't seen Ugly Dolls, it's a very interesting movie. All right, we got that situated. Hey, shout out to, I'm not going to give you my app, but all my Android users, there is an app out there that is 100% legal that will let you watch pretty much anything you want. I caught The Matrix when it came out, Spider-Man, like, 
Like, it's legal, too. Like, you can find it in the App Store. So it's only for Android, though. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to y'all, my Android users. And if you're Apple users, I get your cameras good. I get it. But you, I think you should keep an Android on you at all times. You never know when you might need to, you know, actually do something outside of a machine that forces you to use its little, like, like app system. You never know when you when you might need to download a, a video directly to your phone. You know, you never know when you might need to download an MP3 without any hassle directly to your phone. You never know. You know what I'm saying? When you might want to uh, download an APK file directly to your phone. You never know, man. Anywhere, where, where was I? Um, 2021 was just a crazy situation. Uh, what, what we talked about? Donda. Yeah, Donda, Life of Pablo, I, I, that didn't wow me. Donda sounded great, but it, it did sound like it was for a bit of a money grab. But really cool visually, you know what I mean? Um, Certified Lover Boy by Drake. One of the worst album covers I ever saw. Uh, it was a Drake album. It was a Drake album, you know? It was definitely a Drake album. Between Donda and Certified Lover Boy. Wow. I think I think I'll pick Certified Lover Boy just because it is. It felt like yo, this is who Drake is. But I can see if you would pick Donna. I'm a Christian, so I can see why Christians would want to pick Donna. But to me, it just felt more authentic. Uh, Certified Lover Boy. Donna had some moments, but the whole rollout felt like kind of a money grab to me. Uh, who else we got? Beano Redo and Blast, the six tape. That this is a, a group that a lot of people might be sleeping on but this this is a good combination um isaiah rashad the house is burning silk sonic came out silk sonic now that is a great duo bruno mars anderson pock what they did when they they finally started working together i think was awesome 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 we need more of that um i do hope they change up the aesthetic at some point but you know Nas king's disease 2 uh, other pods have done deep dives into this album, but I, I think this was a great example of what it sounds like when you're a grown man who can rap. Shout out to Hit Boy. I think Hit Boy should definitely, if there's a producer of the year um, award, Hit Boy should definitely get that award. 100% get that award. Oh, yo, speaking of awards, you see how I did? Geechee Gotti, Battle Rap. Why are you sitting here telling me that you beat A-Ward? You know you didn't beat A-Ward. For those of you who don't know what I'm saying, just I'll get back to this in a minute, to the mainstream stuff. But in battle rap, Geechee Gotti going back and forth with me, trying to tell me how he beat A-Ward is one of the craziest moments of 2021 to me because though Geechee Gotti humbled Loaded Lux, has has destroyed most of the competition in the league. Definitely deserves champion of the year. If you watch that battle, he stumbled in one round. A-Word had a freestyle about a chair falling. He did not rebuttal that freestyle correctly. He didn't rhyme. And he tried to go dirty for the third and diss his brother. And it backfired. It made you just look kind of like, oh, why are you doing that? Yeah, he said... If you read it, you read this mother really went back and forth with me though. If you read it, he's sitting there saying, "Yo, how is everyone saying I went too far? Everyone's in their feelings." It just didn't work. 
a punchline has to be cool for it to land and dissing somebody with a substance abuse issue is not cool to a lot of people it didn't like you didn't out rap that person come on Gotti come on two bar setups are not going to beat a three to four bar metaphor come on man like what are we doing this is like I told you Gotti this is writer to writer bro it's not personal you definitely won against everyone else but a word is kryptonite for you man we need that third. We need to end the trilogy. Anyway, I had to battle rap nerd out real quick. You know what I'm saying? Salute to Geechee Gotti. Salute to Gwitty. You know what I'm saying? Gwitty's been Gwitty's been proven, even though uh, the league has been hating on him. Salute to Gwitty, man. Uh, all right, all right. Back to mainstream world. My bad. Baby Keem. We saw the emergence of Baby Keem and Kendrick return. No album, but we heard some Kendrick verses. He did that top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning. He did that. Baby Keem uh, emerges as a as a star. Mick Jenkins, Elephant in the Room. I actually have to go listen to this because I'm I am ashamed as someone who is always telling people that they need to shout out Mick Jenkins more. I am ashamed that I have not sat and listened to this album from beginning to end. Totally ashamed. There's no excuse. So salute to Mick Jenkins, man. Salute to Mick Jenkins. Like if you haven't listened to Mick Jenkins, you should go listen to him. I, and I greatly apologize for not speaking about Mick Jenkins more. That is one of the main complaints that I have is people don't talk about Mick Jenkins music much. Um, Nick Grant. Got to give a shout out to Nick Grant. Um, on the indie side, I got to give a shout out to Antifungal NYC. I got to give a shout out to Midrange Meats. I got to give a shout out to Arm. The artist, and we're gonna be doing a song review. There's a lot of indie artists making waves, man. Big shout out to all the artists featured on here, man, for sure. Uh, what what other albums did we have this year that were a big deal? Did not know Division and Ty Dolla Sign. Oh, Meek Mill, Expensive Pain. One of the most empty albums lyrically that i've heard in a while and the cover was crazy and it may sound like i'm a hater i just really value the culture man i really value the culture um i did not like to see buses with naked black women bent over riding around currency and harry fraud regatta let's get some um some other ones in here maxo cream weight of the world lil nas x montero he shook up the world with that one um what else do we got he also got the entire world to cheer for giving satan a lap dance and buy sat satanic shoes he got that done west side gun hitler wears hermes sincerely uh, hitler wears hermes eight sincerely doth he got that big sean and hit boy what you expect we also saw big sean get dissed by Kanye West that wasn't cool man but all right there's some hard realizations that Big Sean had to come to we saw I don't know if you guys saw that Detroit game where he got up and performed the audience was not feeling Big Sean man and I, I think that Big Sean he had Hit Boy Hit Boy's been running around making smash albums all year I think Big Sean needs to take some time and upgrade his sound and really like figure out where he wants to go because his music just isn't connecting as much as it should, I feel like. ESTG, 
bigger than life or death. A lot of people have been talking about ESTG. Young Stoner Life, which is Young Thug and Gunna's slime language to... Yeah, man. That came out. Polo G Hall of Fame. And let's do one more. So much dropped that is, is relevant, I feel like. J. Cole's The Off Season. That's another one that kind of came and went, but people don't really want to talk about it. But shout out to J. Cole. He just did a Nardwire interview that I have to watch. Um, those are just some of the moments that really stood out to me this year. Uh, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial is going on, who is Jeffrey Epstein's assistant. We read off some of the names that we saw associated with that. Um, Young Money was associated with that. You know, a lot of people were associated with that. That I think Sony as an entirety was associated with that. Like, there's a lot of creeps out there. Um, I really, I really want to put a pin in this topic to say I think that 2021 was also a year of awakening. It was either it was a year of awakening and of people picking their sides for me personally. Um, it was a it was a year of waking up to who's too comfortable around you. Arrogant artists, arrogant producers, arrogant whoever who are doing the bare minimum. This year really showed me how many people were there for me and how many people were just there. And um, it showed me that they have to be let go if, if we're going to level up. So if you got anyone in your circle right now who when you tell them good news, they don't they don't react. They don't sound happy for you. Anyone in your circle who constantly disrespects you, constantly lies, constantly just acts strange for no reason to you. And they haven't shown signs of changing. It's time to let those people go. I've, I personally, when it comes to in America, I have let go of arguing with people about how racist this place is because I became awake to how insane it really is. I found out they used to cannibalize us in this place. I, I finally got it in my head that the conservative party is home for people who believe racism is either a joke or a political topic that can be debated about or excusable. I also really, it really stuck in my spirit that the Democratic Party is, is home for people who like to say that they're going to help, but they end up being just as racist as the other side. So it really cemented that I am not a slave to the two-party system. I am not a slave to being silent about America and how crazy it is. Even though there are states right now who are not teaching who Martin Luther King is. They've banned teaching who Martin Luther, who, I messed that name up. Who, that, I am so sorry, Jesus. We're going to leave it in though. I've been doing a lot of editing. There are schools who are not teaching who Martin Luther King was, who Malcolm X was, is, honestly, because their ideas are still alive. They're changing the history books, just like Michael Jackson said before he passed away. They said they are going to change the history books. They are, and people are not afraid. The Matrix commented on this perfectly, 
And this leads to our next topic, a review of The Matrix 4. I hope everybody has a great 2022 and a great rest of the year. I hope you let go of any of those toxic vibes, toxic energy, and I hope you elevate, man. It's been a crazy year, but we're going to level up next year, man. This the underground. was excited for the holidays waking up to all those presents smile on my face as i got older it was something i would tolerate this year is just me and my son i should cop the manger a wise man told me it ain't no friends for life you know jesus wasn't born in december right but that's just for the people who don't remember right who spending all year being evil up until christmas night this for everyone who hate the holidays For people dealing with the memories who not the same For people dealing with memories of who gone away For people praying with presents, counting the pocket change I'm thinking God, I got away from all the arguments And waiting for family to admit that they've been narcissists For a Merry Christmas from the people that I party with Stopped drinking and we fell apart like a bargain gift Send a holiday card this year I'm just happy that I made it God brought me here You've been adding on to the drama For all these years You know Santa wouldn't be proud of Santa wouldn't be proud You should probably get some coal in your stocking you know you should probably get some coal in your stocking Know you should probably get some coal in your stocking Know you should probably Know you should probably huh. Yo, I had an ex who would purposely cause arguing had some exes who yell at me for the smallest things Hope they doing well, woke up without them like it's all a dream I'm married to the music, gotta watch her, she might pawn the ring This year I get to see the love in my son's eyes Years flying by and I ain't have to work a 9 to 5 Sister and brother ain't worried about if I'm alive Was called a failure by my mother and I still provide I wrote this song for the artists who still out on the grind but people trying their hardest, hoping to feel alive Keep your drive just like a motor and hit the finish line Don't let the present hurt your future like the Grinch They tried to tell us we were nothing when it's really how they feel inside You're not a victim, can't tell you how to live your life I made a list of all the ways they couldn't break us The gift is that we still here creating hey. uh. Do it for the love, I ain't tripping off fame But you still gonna know the name, name you ain't gotta send a holiday card this year I'm just happy that I made it, God brought me here You've been adding on to the drama for all these years You know Santa wouldn't be proud of Santa wouldn't be proud You should probably get some coal in your stocking Merry Christmas.
We the prey be hitting the predator. Even the Bible rivals its editors. Never, Never doubt, still pray. Like it turn you on a suicidal rap. Never, Never doubt, still pray. We the prey be hitting the predator. Matrix 4 finally dropped. And this is one of the strangest major movie releases that I can remember because I barely saw any announcement of, announcements about it and then it sort of dropped. In the movie, well, to me, the most interesting part about this is, is the world's response to this, specifically America. In the movie... Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you have not seen The Matrix 4, skip this topic now, please. I hate people who spoil movies I haven't seen. I've been dodging Spider-Man spoilers left and right. Please, this is your warning. I am about to talk about The Matrix 4's plot. If you have not seen it, please go watch it and come back or skip this topic. If you think The Matrix 4 is trash, you're an idiot. I have to say that. Now you can have, you can comment on the acting, but the message. Phew. Anyway, look. In this movie, Neo, who we all thought to be dead, is now back in the Matrix, living a civilian life and taking blue pills. But it's different this time. Now the Matrix has got him believing that all of his memories are a video game that he created, and stranger still. The whole world is aware of the concept of the Matrix now, but they are all joking about it like it's not real, though it's right in front of their face. In previous movies, the public was not aware of the Matrix. In this movie, the major difference is everybody knows, nobody cares. Neil Patrick Harris's character played a, a great role in this movie. He ended up being Neo's therapist. He was the one giving him the medications that were keeping him uh, not believing his experiences were real. And this is not to comment on people in therapy because therapy can be helpful for some. Medication can be helpful for a lot. Um, I When I first started watching it, I was kind of like, this is OK. This feels just different. The camera, it just feels different. And then I, I saw when it got out of some of the more matrixy situations the camera kind of turned back to like a regular movie type vibe but for a while i was like wow this is like super hd shout out to the plug by the way the movie plug the legal movie plug um to me the biggest strange thing about this movie was the public's reception to it Everyone I saw said, oh, this movie is terrible. Oh, what are they? I don't even understand what they're trying to talk about. What are they saying? Oh, what are they? I don't know what they mean. This movie was trash. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion, of course. But I really think that it has become popular to just say movies are trash without thinking about them or doing these like super crazy. Like I saw someone go a little bit too far with it. But this movie is literally about 
this simulation everyone is living in and now everyone is aware of it and nobody cares. And, and this applies to so much of our daily life. As a black person, the first thing that it spoke to to me was racism. The fact of living in a society where we are 13% of the population and 70% of the population is white and a huge amount of the country are literal descendants from people who used to cannibalize us. This is proven. They used to eat black people. They used to throw rocks at black children at carnivals. They used to enslave us, whip us, brutalize our ancestors. We're still here. And if you log on to any social media website, you will see that racism is still alive. They, people think that it's funny to joke about slavery, black people, all day hate on black people all day and it's normal to them a president was just elected previously that called haiti a shithole country that dissed asians that demonized hispanic people and he was allowed to run and was voted for and people are like the fact that that's even on the ballot is insane to me the fact that we're still here and the descendants of people who enslaved us are still dissing us on TV, on the news all day. The fact that politicians can get away with blatantly dissing us. And, and the 70%, the silent majority, think about it. Our people, African-American people, are 13% are of the population. We have never been recompensated for the horrors of slavery it has been historically proven that redlining was used to stop black people from getting properties in certain neighborhoods that laws were passed to keep black men out of the homes of their children because women could not get government benefits with a man in the home they gave us crack actually gave us crack like actually distributed crack into black neighborhoods white owned labels push the most stereotypical music possible tv networks push the most stereotypical images possible right now if you say george floyd's name people will bring up toxicology reports instead of saying wow prayers up for that person's children People are able to vote blatantly racist presidents in who diss us. And nobody cares for real. And there's protests, all these marches. And then they keep doing all this crazy stuff. Nobody is saying anything. Even more so, and people are speaking up, but the majority of my experience online and in person is blatant ignored racism blatantly that's the first thing that spoke up to me because you can apply that simulation theory to anything any any uh system that we all participate in that we're desensitized to so as a black man the first thing that it said to me yo this is how it feels to deal with racism you know what i'm saying and i and i understand that they purposely you know 
they do this to sort of comment on social issues. But that's the first layer because that's what it feels like. Dealing with racism in, in America feels like this thing that is terrible that you know is true that for some reason people still act like it just doesn't exist. The government allows it. Nobody is addressing the crazy white people problem in America. I even heard someone say, we need to address the, the crazy, violent black people problem in America. Every single complaint that people have can be traced back to a planned, organized system created by racists. Every, that's not an exaggeration. And the crazy part is, they are rewriting the history books right now. I, I mentioned it before. There are states where you're not allowed to learn about Martin Luther King or, or Malcolm X. There are states where you're not allowed to learn about slavery like we just materialized here. And people are cheering for it. Yeah, critical race theory is terrible. That's the first layer. When people politicize terrible, horrible things and debate about them like they're normal, like that's the first layer. The second layer to me that can be directly applied to this can be summed up by this question. When was the last time that you got to do exactly what you wanted for a day? Two days. A week. A month. A year. And why do you think if you... Answer the question first. For many people who you ask that question to, they'll say, well, I couldn't do that. I had to work. I had to go to this place that I don't necessarily enjoy for these green pieces of paper. Instead of making green pieces of paper for myself, doing what I like. Everyone thinks that's normal. That, that, I fought against that. When my son was born, I was like, yo, I have to send him to a babysitter and leave him for eight hours every single day come home after like right when he's going to bed not raise my kid and be miserable because someone telling me when i can pee no matter what i'm doing a bathroom break schedule bath that is not i can't that's not that's not what i identify with at all Even, even right now, because I said the word racism, I can feel people's program responses going, ah, oh, here we go again. That is a perfect example of another matrix. But anyway, the financial system in which people who have generational wealth, sometimes generated directly from slavery, are able to fund politicians. They're able to buy media outlets and control narratives, watch Succession, you could see it, control literal narratives, put people in power, never have to work a day in their life. And in the same city, there are homeless shelters full of people struggling and nobody is doing anything about it. Of course, there's activists out there, but when I say nobody's doing anything about it, most of America doesn't care about that. They wake up, go to the job that they don't like, never try to figure out what their own gift is, and 
I know people who are 80, 70, 60 years old and have never figured out what their own gift is because they just never got a chance to. They were too busy working. I grew up, we, we had trips and stuff, but I didn't see my parents. I had to go to babysitters. For real, for real. My babysitters raised me. For real. And then the times I did see my parents, I was dealing with the stuff I told y'all about at the beginning. Nobody's questioning this stuff. The third layer that I feel it comments on is social media. All throughout this movie, you see people commenting on the Matrix. Oh, the Matrix. What pill will you choose? Will you wake up or will you stay asleep? Ha ha ha. It showed a scene where people are just, where Neo was eating the, the fake steak that they talked about. There's a scene in the previous Matrix where someone says, I know the steak isn't real, but I just enjoy the way it tastes. There's a scene where he's eating the steak. You get on the social media right now, all you see is outrage. People complaining about this. People complaining about that. And then they wake up. People complaining about the Matrix movie. Ah, oh, that's terrible. What is it talking about? And then they wake up and stay in the same loops of behavior in a society that was literally dreamed up by someone you've never met. And they never question it. And if they do question it, they're doing it in like a, I hate the word, what they've done to the word woke. I'm not going to use woke. I'm leaving the word woke in 2021. Just awareness. Awareness. So they'll speak about these issues and then they'll turn around and continue to participate in the same system they're complaining about. You ever had somebody who you ever knew somebody who has real toxic friends or who is in a real toxic relationship? And all they do is complain, 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 complain. And then they go right back. That is what social media is to me. People looking for things to ironically complain about or passionately complain about. And then they sit there and participate in the same exact system. One of the most powerful points to me that this Matrix movie made is at the end, uh, you, spoilers have already happened. At the end of this movie, when they finally confront the last boss, who is Neil Patrick Harris, I believe that's him, who also is a brother of one of the people from, the oldest brother from Malcolm in the Middle. Fun fact. He says, I don't know if y'all heard my stomach. That wasn't, that, that was just, that was a, a gurgle. I did not just fart on the pod. All right. Matrix. Or did I? Matrix. No, 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 no. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't. But one of the most powerful points that he makes is, oh, wow, my stomach is going crazy. What did I eat? I don't think I even ate yet today. Anyway, one of the most powerful points that he, my stomach is aware of the Matrix. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. It's what you, if you, if I were to put the mic next to my stomach right now, it would sound like this. Rebel. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, and pause, if that applies. Neil Patrick Harris says, essentially, this time around, they don't want to leave. They're aware they will keep themselves in it. 
that is about as blatant as you can get. And that is exactly what's happening. Think about real life right now. The, the, the U.S. government, just think about this. Think about what's happening in real life. They have told us UFOs are real. A president and almost all of the celebrities we love have been exposed being seen at the island of Jeffrey Epstein. They are rewriting the history books. Hispanic people were demonized and they were deporting children from as far back as the Obama administration. But Trump really, really demonized Mexican and Hispanic children. There is a pandemic where people are dying. And people are arguing about whether they should wear masks. The Capitol was stormed. And people get on social media to complain for a day and go on about their lives. What else could the Matrix be about? What else could the Matrix be about in today's time? We can no longer say we're ignorant to what is happening. All of the major conspiracies that we ever wondered about before smartphones are now available to be researched. I just saw someone say they did an interview with the mafia guy and he said where Jimmy Hoffa was. They made movies about what happened to Jimmy Hoffa. That used to be one of the biggest mysteries people wondered about. What is going on with Jimmy Hoffa? They have desensitized the American public so much that all we do is complain and go back to our everyday life. Exactly like the Matrix. Exactly like the Matrix. I, I genuinely believe that as a people, African-American people in this country, we are going backwards. During Martin Luther King, during Malcolm X's time on this earth, we fought many times because the racism was so oppressive, we literally had to fight for our lives. And today, the racism is getting right. It's, it's getting crazy, dude. It's getting crazy. They are legally empowered to rewrite the history books. Not past the social media post. As soon as I saw that, I thought I've got to get out of here or at least to a place where this is not going to affect me. Today, we sit by and don't try to leave America when we are descendants of people who are stolen here. It's like with the Grammys. Every year, People get pissed off at the Grammys because they did some sort of a slight to a person of color. But every year they tune into the Grammys. I just watched a video. I just saw this. I just watched the video of this woman in a store. Come on. Here's the thing. Y'all know. And to those of you who don't, I'm not talking to you. I myself had someone pull a gun when I was in the studio because I was black. I didn't even say anything. He just got mad because I didn't let him say racial slurs. 
I literally had someone walk up and say, Black Lives Matter, why don't you worry about your own? I was just standing there. The fact that African-Americans, specifically my people, are doing nothing more than posting on social media. Even the marches. Why do you think the descendants of cannibals who have made it in their minds to hate us? I'm not talking about people who have realized how crazy racism is and are standing up against it. I'm talking about people who at the dinner table still talk about those people. People who hear George Floyd's name and want to debate about it instead of expressing condolences for his children. People who call critical race theory an affront to America when it's really just teaching the truth about what happened to us. Because you can't really move forward if you, you're, you're basing things on a lie. That's what I was taught. The fact that African Americans in this country who have been experimented on, hated on, all this stuff, the fact that we still believe that marching is going to get the job done is insane to me. Insane. There are people right now who get mad at the idea of reparations. Native Americans got it. Jewish community got it. But the descendants of slaves, that's a problem? This is my point. That is, that is, that is to me, perfectly illustrated. All those layers and more. I'm hearing it's a, a metaphor for um, trans people. I'm hearing this. I'm hearing that. I, I will say... I believe one of the, the creators of it is a, is a trans woman. I will say salute to her for including that as an interpretation, but allowing Trinity and Neo to, to work it out. And I really, yo, she could fly at the end. That was dope. Neo forgot how to fly. Trinity held him down. Now, we want to talk about plot dynamics. Was it the greatest plot? No, you could poke holes in it all day. But was it confusing? No, I don't think it was confusing. I don't think it was that confusing at all. Uh, did it really give... Did it really move the story forward? I mean, not really. It, it, it did show how much the Matrix has advanced. It showed... Uh, it was really cool to see... Oh, I have to say this. Oh, my goodness. I gotta say this. Jada Pinkett. I don't even know if I want to call her Jada Pinkett Smith. If Jada Pinkett acted in any way, shape, or form a little bit like the character that she played in The Matrix, Will Smith would have a lot less stress in his life. That's what I'm going to say. But you do get to see how this the, the civilization outside of The Matrix has advanced. They now have um, fruits, vegetables. They have a synthetic sky. They have cities. Before, it was more like some caveman type stuff. So they've advanced. So you get to see how things have progressed in the time that Neo has been back in the Matrix and uh, that Trinity's been back in the Matrix. That's cool. But as far as, oh, oh, Mr. Smith. Oh, yeah, okay. We can get into gripes. We can get into gripes. They made a new Morpheus and a new Mr. Smith. And I, I kind of understand it. It's like, yo, this is a new Matrix. These are the same characters, but they've been given new bodies, upgrades, if you will. 
the new matrix the new uh morpheus i i don't know man it was it was kind of weird seeing him try to be funny it was like what they did with wesley snipes and blade 3 it's kind of like uh we don't really need you to be funny brody the new mr smith it was like okay i i don't recall this actor from too many movies but i get it okay um i will say that there was a twist with mr swift that mr mr swift mr smith that was cool agent smith um I call him Mr. Smith. Agent Smith? That's his name, right? Smith. I think that's... You, you're going to make me look this up. I think it's Smith. But uh, he ended up helping them in the end against this, this new controller. Um, okay. Them actually saying bullet time out loud was a little corny to me like yo we gave a name like they wanted to make sure max Payne did not get any credit for slow motion gunplay you know what i'm saying they really wanted to make sure max Payne has been trademarking the term bullet time for a while but the matrix did that was one of the first movies i remember with like slow motion gunfights so they got they have a right to claim that um but even that made sense it's supposed to be kind of campy kind of hokey when it comes to how it addresses the matrix because that is how society treats well-known oppressive systems. Everyone around here, because of smartphones, is such a know-it-all. And they think everything is a joke because of social media. That even very serious things or very relevant things, they turn it into some sort of uh, jokey piece of content. Like... When social media first came out, people were trying to capture random events on Vine, and now people are naming and faking events to make it look like they're random on TikTok. Um, but his powers were cool. The, the therapist, he has the ability to slow down time, and there's a point where he goes, bullet time, haha. But it's kind of, people were complaining about the whole movie, but I, I think they don't understand this is supposed to be mocking the Matrix. Because it's supposed to comment on how much people get online and will point out how crazy this system is. You'll point out all these crazy occult symbols at the Travis Scott concert, but you will be first in line to listen to that album. And you might buy some tickets to the next one if they let them off punishment. That's my point. I think people miss that it's supposed to be making fun of The Matrix. It's supposed to be a society, not making fun. It's supposed to be a depiction of how society thinks everything is a joke. So they, they come up routinely and will make little jokes about the matrix. Although it's a very serious thing that we need to be trying to fight against. I think people miss that part because they're so caught up in just wanting to tear something down because it's popular on social media. That to me was one of the final pieces that helped me move away from some of the normalized uh, uh, tendencies of, of my previous circle of people that I interacted with. You ever, someone ever crossed the line and you go to check them and you realize you've already said that like 30 times and they just didn't care? To me, that is what the matrix shows. It shows what it looks like when your lines have been crossed so many times you're desensitized to it and you think it's kind of funny. Dark humor. 
That to me is what the, the new Matrix said. Now, there's definitely complaints. There's definitely the way that to me, I thought it was kind of lazy that they were they just took footage directly from the first movie and were like, boom, here you go. But I know they're trying to catch people up. There's a whole new generation of people who have never seen the original Matrix, so they want to catch people up. But it's like, yo, this is not a video game. Clearly, this is definitely just clips from the movie that you guys are saying or video game. Like you could have, they released like a, a Matrix video game type situation because I, I genuinely believe that Keanu Reeves really wants to be part of a, a, a immersive gaming experience and what they did to cyberpunk social media is a perfect example of how social media is ruining everything. They complained and complained and complained that it was taking too long and then when it came out they rushed it because of the complaints and then when it came out they complained about the bugs and the company got like all this flack for responding to the complaints of these these little dweebs on social media man who who think they're know-it-alls and who have never really experienced anything i thought that they didn't necessarily need to use just clips from the movie they could have used any one of the matrix video games they could have computer animated some matrix scenes they could have done something that was a little bit sloppy to me just going here it's all a, but the point is but all, to me that has a point too because what America and most quote-unquote first world societies do is ridiculous. It is ridiculous that as a black man in America, I have to turn on my TV and see Fox News and CNN just spewing anti-black rhetoric like it's normal. It's ridiculous that I have to debate with people about whether slavery happened or not when I can talk to my grandfather and he can tell me what he remembers about picking cotton. Segregation was like 60 years ago. It's ridiculous that all of this BS is normalized and it should look stupid to anyone looking at it. That to me is why the matrix four still works even with those complaints it's ridiculous that you just spliced in scenes from the first movie and called it a video game and we're just supposed to accept it but that is how crazy the programming of these societies are they get you to accept things that are ridiculous they get you to accept the absurd and reject the truth like i said they already told us aliens are real I th where's where's the what what no one cares no one's talking about it nobody's talking about it people talk about Jeffrey Epstein they even had a hashtag Epstein didn't kill himself nobody's doing anything about it though everyone's still supporting the same companies that drop these movies Netflix had cuties on it a movie about sexualizing children people still get on the Netflix like it's normal they just skip right on past cuties oh I don't see that. I just complained about that on social media, but I don't see it. People spend still spend their whole entire lives at jobs they hate and never focus on their own talents like it's normal. From the minute somebody at, at my retail job I used to work told me I think too much and I need to just shut my brain off. I was like, oh, this is not where I'm supposed to be. And, and I thank God for getting me and my son to exactly where we're supposed to be and that it happened so soon.
Jesus name amen that is the last layer that can be applied but I think people are I'm a Christian but I think people are a little heavy handed with like the some of the Christian things that they associate with the matrix this matrix very clearly Neo like there was inspired the whole Jesus vibe before did I say that sentence correctly hold on very you can tell that Neo was inspired by Jesus I don't know what I just I like blanked out it's the matrix it's the matrix trying to correct me you see that um but to a degree that applies too. everybody that I have encountered on social media especially um quote unquote spiritual folk they hate the bible Lil Nas X, when he came out doing the, no pun intended, the lap dance on Satan, everyone cheered. They thought it was great. To me, it was like, y'all aren't aware that Satanists and people who practice the occult practice human sacrifice. Like y'all are just, y'all are just rocking with that. Y'all are, y'all are rocking with that. Um, as a society. A lot of people hate on Jesus. A lot of people hate on the Bible without ever opening it. I can't tell you how many of my own people have said, oh, it's a white man's book. When every, pretty much every character that I've seen is a person of color. When it is stories of slaves being free. I hear feminists hating on the Bible when Jesus stood up for women. Um, I guess, I guess the LGBTQ community has a point with the whole, it says don't don't lay down with a man like something about don't don't lay down with a man like if you're a man but even that is like yo it also says primarily love love everyone like love your neighbor as yourself and hold fast to what is good prove prove what is good and hold on to that paraphrasing i think i believe it says Prove all things, hold hold to what is good. I believe that's what it says. So if that doesn't apply to you, let it fly, my G. The, the love part is what's most important. Um, I think it's insane how people will cheer for Satanists. They'll cheer for uh, onks, like people rocking onks, which represents a culture that enslaved people and uh, sacrificed people. Like, why do, in the world do you think they would let a pyramid get on our money when America hates anything black so much you know what i'm saying like i guess i guess i could see why there would be a little bit of backlash but to me the lay uh, you could apply that to the matrix as well everyone is searching for the answers when it comes to spirituality everybody's looking for this nobody has cracked the bible and they they hate on it like they're experts that is crazy to me and i believe that is what is, uh, america has injected into our consciousness don't open the bible don't read it that's what that's what people uh believe they're supposed to do just here i'll tell you what's in it but let's not read it when i started reading it it made me have more personal accountability because it made me realize my choices are very very powerful it also made me hold the choices of the people above me like uh elders uh guardians it made me look at them like yo why am i blaming god you could have done something about this and you chose not to. God let me survive this. Y'all chose not to look after me the correct way on purpose. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people just believe what they're told about it. 
Um, but I, I saw people going like super, super far and applying things that were clearly not like in the movie at all. Um, my son just just came in here to have me start his other movie, and it made me think of another part. In this movie, Trinity and Neo are not together, and they're separated in the Matrix into different families. Neo has his own, or Mr. Anderson. I, this made me realize I never heard his first name before. I just He was always just called Mr. Anderson. Um, he goes to this coffee shop. He sees Trinity. She has a husband. She has kids. And it ends up like, I was thinking like, yo, she's supposed to leave her kids? Like, that's crazy. Um, but then you find out the kids are a simulation. In real life, my son is what helped me understand all of the things that I was accepting in my life that I should question. So he was, he's, my son is like Neo to me. You know what I'm saying? He let me understand that a parent should never, ever, ever just blatantly ignore if your child is saying something to you or needs help with something. He made me really fully understand that's not okay. Like some of the responses that I was receiving when I was speaking up about trauma was not normal. He made me understand how important it is to have good self-talk. He made me understand how ridiculous it is that I have to leave my family to go make these green pieces of paper. And he is why I really started taking podcasting, music, owning my own business, uh, uh, being an audio engineer, working from home, being a digital nomad, seriously, because I did not agree with the system that said we had to be separated. Like, I couldn't see him. I didn't, I didn't agree with that. But I did think that was interesting. It was like, oh, man, she's got kids. How is she going to? And the kids in, in the movie ended up being a simulation. In my life, my son is, is the realest thing. And a lot of society and a lot of these interactions that I thought mattered, once I became a father, I saw that they were totally, they didn't matter at all. You know? Um, so I do understand why people would have complaints. But for people saying they don't understand it, I think they have not tried to understand the matrix four specifically uh for people saying that it's a terrible movie i mean it wasn't it 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 was more a continuation of the story that made me connect with it in a depiction of how society is moving and some of the cool like bullet time stuff like that's that's why i tuned in i'm not gonna say that it was like a super mega spectacularly acted movie I would give the movie itself, if we're just going straight, um, no emotional attachment to it, I would give it like a 7. But the message, I would give a 10. And I feel like it's crazy that so many people tuned into this movie that blatantly says, hey, they are doing this directly in front of your face and nobody cares and you're letting it happen it's crazy to me that so many people tuned into a movie that made it that plain and then shut it off and went on about their daily lives in the same system that it just showed you or people who tuned in and then logged on social media and rushed to make some sort of a joke about it or to say that it's trash without thinking about how it applies to their everyday life to me that is exactly what they said happened. You tuned in to a movie blatantly illustrating what is going on in today's society. 
blatantly tells you everyone's joking about it no one's taking it serious and then you went and did the same exact thing that the movie says society is doing to me that is insane but i'm not in the matrix you know what i mean i encourage everyone to watch it i think you guys should watch one two three first but i encourage everyone else get out of the matrix while you can before you end up old full of regret and wondering why you let so much slide that you could have changed. It's the underground. Implicit sights between bites of a biscuit. Mystic late nights go ballistic. Writes words to a verse simplistic. First eat a fish stick and then rap. Send it through the air anywhere on the map. In a snap overseas, reach across continents. Cause consequence, build confidence. Spread around the world, spread it like condiments. To the people, through the dangers. Friends out of strangers, those who could hang with. Speak the same language, feel the same anguish. Why do we streaming, plotting and scheming, meet in the street and not in agreement? God or a demon, it's a fine line. A primetime brainiac, call him Einstein. Call him Einstein. Okay, what you know about this? I'm riding around my clique, going continent to continent, no country that we miss. Boundaries we crossing and we stay moving like our discs. Oh nah, nah, you can't box in, we going everywhere on the list. We going all across the world, we bang all across the globe. And it keeps spinning on the pole, our reach is international. Going us like damn pistachios, when we gon' show up at shows. And we ain't bring our passports, no, because they ain't never asked for those, that's how it goes.
Yeah. What we doing? Let's get Let's jump. So I have a lot of other topics, but I'm going to be honest. I don't want to do a super long pod today. Um, the last thing I want to say is directly to, I don't know if this is going to be the last, but I, I want to make sure I speak directly to indie artists right now. So if you don't create music, if you're not an indie artist, fall back. This ain't for you. We have a lot of free opportunities available on this podcast specifically for free artists we do reviews at times feedback we get free placements but if you are an indie artist and you say that you want to get to the top of the game let me share something with you if you have spent more money this week on fast food then in promoting your music, you are going to be left behind. If you have spent more money on video games than promoting your music, on clothes, I won't say food because we got to eat, but fast food. If you've spent $40 on fast food and no money promoting your music with all of the tools that are available, from ad placement on Facebook, Instagram, ad placement on TikTok. I'll give you free game. These reels is hitting. I just posted a reel. It's going up towards 5,000 views right now. That's free without putting any ad campaigns in. If you have not invested any money into your music and you only want free opportunities... This is not the lifestyle for you. Now, if you're doing it for the love, that's one thing. If you really just like to get in the booth or, or make beats and you just enjoy it, like that's just something you really like, 
I'm not talking about that. If you're just in it for the art, this is your outlet. That's how part of it is always going to be that way for me. It's my therapy. Podcasting is my therapy. Y'all heard that first segment. But I encounter a lot of indie artists who only want a free handout. They're only looking for something free. And they trip out at the mere mention of being asked what their budget is. If you are one of those people, you will be left behind. The last layer of the matrix that can be applied that I can think of right now, and I should save this for my book, but I'm, I'm going to tell y'all here. I'm going to give y'all a piece of information from my book that's about to come out that is going to let people know how to rap like easily and the truth about the music industry from 10 years of my experience. And I don't mean sitting behind the scene like not doing anything. I mean talking to execs, talking to labels, analyzing what labels do to promote their artists, where they go, how labels have exposed themselves over the years. We were one of the only people that covered that discussion between Joyner Lucas and Karen Civil, where he basically said every single thing that you think an artist gets from just hard work is bought and paid for, radio station, all that stuff. That's why we do free placements, by the way. This book has all that information and more, but I'll give you a free piece of information from that book. Everything they told you is a lie. The biggest matrix that artists are in today is the one that says you will become a worldwide famous celebrity just from dropping songs and trying real hard and tagging your friends on Facebook. That is a lie. It's not going to work. This is a pay-to-play industry, and it's who you know. It's who you know. And if you don't network, if you don't try to find that influencer who's helping people out, if you don't try to amplify your voice, you are going to get left behind. I am proud to say I'm part of a, uh, well, not part of, I created this mug. This is mine. I am the creator of a platform that does that for indie artists. I'm part of a platform that not only gets people plays and views and posts on Instagram and blah, 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 but we are affecting mentalities. Because if anyone, I'll give you something else, your perception of yourself as an artist will create opportunities for you. If you are down at the bottom rung getting one play and you think that that is what you deserve, don't be surprised if your plays don't go past 10 plays. If you believe you are a worldwide celebrity and people should hear you, doors will begin to open. And that is the truth. You still have to work hard, but how you view yourself is important. I follow up with a lot of the artists we feature on here and many artists that we featured are getting opportunities right after they get on the podcast a good a piece of good luck will break right for them i have to believe in some way that your perception of yourself as an artist is doing that and your networking ability is doing that so continue to see yourself as worth as worthy of not only getting on this podcast but getting on fm radio going viral 
continue to see that. And if I in any way, shape or form can encourage that, I will. Because everyone listening has the potential to be a worldwide celebrity. It is not if you are talented. That's what they tell us. It's not just if you're talented. They tell us, yo, you just really got to work real hard and you got to grind and then be yourself. That's what they, they like to use these vague terms, be yourself and things will. No, network, have the confidence in yourself and those doors will begin to open. But when those doors open, speak. Speak to who opened the door, get their contact, hit them up when a new single comes out. People people who've been featured on here even as as a one-time free placement i want to know when you're dropping your music next you might get your single on here just because you networked i'll tell you as somebody who goes through a bunch of emails every day the artists who may not have a budget but the artists that get featured on here multiple times are the ones that respond and show interest in the opportunity There have been incredibly talented artists that I have passed up because I can tell they are treating this opportunity like it doesn't matter or like they have this arrogance like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to talk to you. So for artists out there, think of yourself as a star, but also network because it is not, fame is not earned, it is given. And now more than ever, the doors to access are more open. Now more than ever, you can copy what these labels are doing for yourself without them. And I encourage every artist to break out of the matrix of thinking, all I got to do is just drop music. All I got to do is just keep dropping videos and I'm going to get famous one day. Do you know how many people I came up with who are older than me, who are washed up and finished after spending thousands of dollars on videos, after tagging everyone on Facebook and all their stuff? They are washed up and finished because they never once humbled themselves enough to ask for help from someone on a platform bigger than theirs. To my knowledge, I'm the only person I know from my class of artists that graduated who has not had to work a nine to five in over two years, to my knowledge. And I'm gonna announce this now. We are now in talks to finally go overseas with it. Now, it's gotta make sense, but I am a testament to what happens When you play the game the way that it's made to be played. When you do more than just dropping songs and dropping songs. When you get your network game up. When you find connects that aren't a million dollars. A lot of these labels are using the same playlist that you and I have access to. They just don't want you to know so they can tax you $100,000. Now, I'm I'm talking too much. I'm saying too much. I got to save some for the book. But I just want to say, if you are an indie artist who's only looking for free opportunities, we have some of those available for you. But you will be left behind in this game if you do not create a budget for yourself 
You don't have to break the bank. That is what I specialize in is finding connects. I have a billboard connect right now that's extremely, extremely affordable. Radio connects are affordable. All of this stuff. I don't tell people because what I keep finding is artists just like to have stuff for free. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you don't have the money. I can identify with that. But if you're an artist who just wants a free handout, you will find... Oh, excuse me, I burped. It's a matrix trying to stop. It's trying to stop me, see? You will find a ceiling. Even just posting to TikTok is a form of networking that someone can interact in. It's a new audience. Do something other than just dropping songs and tagging the same hometown people. What I found is the people from my hometown support the least. I got somebody who's been listening to my music since I first dropped my project in 2009. Calls himself my biggest fan. Has helped me out behind the scenes. All this stuff has never bought one thing. Not one thing. I have gotten more love from people who have never met me than from most of the artists that I came up with in my hometown. I don't really get along with most of the people that I came up with because they all tried to play me in some strange, weird way. Meanwhile, I can drop a song to one of the homies overseas and they'll show genuine love without having to be told. I got artists who used to be signed to me who will not even share the podcast once, and they are on it. That entitlement that artists have, yo, I'm so talented, the world has to. No, they don't. The world does not have to make you famous just because you can rap well, sing well, or make beats well. They don't have to. You, The world rewards those who network, G. That's all I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm not trying to shame anybody because I definitely know what it's like not to have money in the budget. But I'm also encouraging you to see through your own BS. It makes no sense to say you have no budget to promote your music if you just spent $30 on Chinese food. Or if you just got the latest Jordans. Or if you just spent $80 on movie popcorn and all this stuff. If you do all that and then turn around and say, well, I don't want to pay an influencer or somebody to help boost my music. This game is not for you for real. I'm just letting you know, you're not going to last. You might be able to get that hometown fame, but you got to break out of that ego, man. I had to, too. Tutu. Yo, rest in peace to Desmond Tutu, by the way, too. That reminded me. Um, And rest in peace to John Madden. Just saw that, too. Thank you for tuning in to the Underground Podcast. I am very excited. I don't know where I'm going to put this, but salute. And we'll be back. I am your host, as always, Nave Nobly. We out. Uh-uh.
uh Greener stacks, rubber bands, yeah we need poverty less I'm getting in the game, bout to give niggas stress I've been war on the mic, why I need to wear my vest And I run my own shit, don't need ghosts on my verse, yeah Gang, 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 yeah, yeah. and we want the same thing, thing. Yeah. I'll go Wimbo, kiss the rain, rain, rain. Yeah. Regulating dope, we can make it rain. Yeah. My flow super fresh, hot like pick and pay buns. Figures that we packing like we pick and pay huns. I remember they were eating, now we kicking them crumbs. Think they bought the paper, then don't hit us up. Like nah, nah, nah. Let's get round, we don't really need a lot. I'm no chef, but I'm still sleeping on the box. When we have you, ain't no running plus we got it as a part. Yeah, like nah, uh, uh, nah, 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 uh, uh, nah, nigga, nah, uh, uh, nah, 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 uh, uh, nah, yeah, nah, nah, uh, uh, nah, 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 uh, uh, nah, yeah, nah, uh, uh, nah, 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 uh, uh. Talking loud, no, nah, uh, uh Never on the road, I'm in it so much lungs Never been to court, but they always on my case Niggas moving slow, they can keep up with my pace Ain't no time I want, she's a wine cake Drip Nikes, I should do it, take, take a note And I got a wristband, feeling cold Growing up, I used to go sleep on the floor Play my music one now they ain't no Commodore All these niggas fatal, face they unfold yeah. Like, nah, uh, uh, nah, 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 uh, uh, nah Nigga, nah, uh, uh, nah, 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 uh, uh, nah Yeah, nah, nah, uh, uh, nah, 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 uh, uh, nah Yeah, nah, uh, uh, nah, 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 uh, uh Niggas hating on the kid. I've been crapping like I'm Batman in a kid. All these baddies trying to drain a nigga chip. Snake niggas bought fangs, but I couldn't get intuition, energy changing the scene. Sipping dirty, but I keep the flow clean. I'm too nice with the dribble, I'm Kareem. Middle finger to your favorite, I'm a cause emergency. All of a hustle. Why you niggas fumble? Spitting all these islands, nigga, gotta get a muzzle. One of the greats, cause I do what I want to. Never hesitated, that's the ground rule. Yeah, way too hot for the clouds, I like chilling on. You can hear the elevation in the middle of the song. It's a party when I rock up on the next, like I'm the feds. It's a party either way, this murder's a cold case, yeah.
Just talk about some songs that stand out. They could be major, they could be indie. Uh, today, the first song I want to talk about is the song I Promise Quentin I'ma Do Better by Midrange Meats. This song is unique to me in that it is autobiographical and it is just a, a great narration of someone's life from a young age up until their adult age. It really reminds me of Andre 3000. I'm not going to lie. The mixing sounds good. Really like the piano at the beginning. I find myself just playing it. Just playing it randomly. I even let my son hear it. He liked it too. He was singing along with it. it. It does a great job of telling an authentic story to me some songs you just get one side of it like if you're listening to trap you just hear all the money talk you don't hear any of the highlights you hear somebody tell the story of their life they leave parts out this sounds like a real story it talks about the ups the downs traveling childhood memories all of these things and it it gives these things to you in a palatable way that makes you want to go back to it and listen over and over. This is one of those songs that you can listen to while you're cooking. This is one of those songs that you can listen to while you're driving around, chilling at the park, smoking, whatever it is. I feel like this is one of those songs where you can tune into it and get something or you can let it play and it will still resonate with you. So big shout out to Midrange Meats. I got to say that, man. That song is great. Um, The next song we're going to talk about is Arm the Artist, Arma. Arm the Artist is their um, Instagram name. Um, But it's Arma, and the song is called Origins of Rap. Produced by, now look, I got the producer name here. I got a D-A-9-E-L-B. I don't even want to try to pronounce that. But this song was refreshing to me because... This sounds a bit like a younger artist, but they are talking about the fundamentals of the culture of hip hop. And in a time where I log online and I see so many people who call themselves almost know-it-alls, but don't seem to know much, it is refreshing to hear an artist really discuss the origins of rap. Today is very popular because of social media for people to kind of revise history just based on their own feelings. And they'll argue with it. They'll argue it, too. I just got off Twitter and got in an argument. Dude tried to tell me never call a black person articulate again. And was really, really, really like standing on it. And I, I really had to talk to this person like, yo, some people may use that word as a backhanded compliment but the word articulate means this this person still wanted to go back and forth in an age where people just make up their own narratives this arma song 
is real. It's the truth. Um, one of the things that's said in the song is, I know people like to listen to trap. Trap is taking over the game right now. And not only the sound, but the narratives that trap talks about. A lot of heavy street activity. And yes, it's very entertaining. You know, I myself was, was actually um, attracted to that lifestyle growing up. It's entertaining. It's intoxicating. Money, cars, people shooting guns, blah, 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 doing all this crazy stuff. But it is refreshing to hear. How come I, every time I get in the booth, it's like my stomach starts growling. Did I eat? I ate, right? Today I ate, I think. Anyway, people like to listen to trap. Everyone seems to like to listen to trap music. Everyone seems to like the street narrative. It is part of the culture that created hip hop. It started out in the parks. You know what I'm saying? It didn't start out inside. It didn't start out in a nice plush studio. It started out at the parties in the parks and it began to talk about its environment. That's the other part of this song, though. This illustrates the environment where hip hop came from. And it's great to hear it from an artist that's not like 70 years old like me. I'm only 31, but I'm just saying a lot of the OGs seem to be the only ones really talking about where hip hop came from. Um, this lets me know that someone out there was listening. Graffiti was mentioned. I, I used to, I don't know if, I don't, what's the statute of limitations? Let me say this. Sometimes the only way that one could find graffiti was borrowing it from Walmart without the intent of spray paint. Sometimes the only way that one could find spray paint to do graffiti growing up was borrowing it from Walmart. And there's a bridge in Jackson where people tag graffiti is very active in my city still very very active i actually almost ended up doing a project with a, a pretty prominent graffiti artist in jackson but it just didn't he wasn't motivated to get it done it was a whole thing that is reminiscent of one of the five elements of hip-hop and i i really don't believe enough people study that do y'all know your five elements what are they let's see if i can do it let's see Graffiti, break dancing, DJing, MCing, and knowledge. Hey, um, I just feel like this is a really good depiction of where the game started. It's it's a rare thing that we hear someone talk about where hip hop came from, and I would definitely like to hear more of this type of music. Um, Boom Bap is, is alive and well. Big shout out to Antifungal NYC. That's a, a great example of Boom Bap as well. You, you guys heard his song a little bit earlier on the podcast. So shout out to all the indie artists making music. We're going to be reviewing more music. I got to review some antifungal stuff. I got to review some um, industry stuff. We got to talk about the song Sacrifices by Drake and all the songs named Sacrifices these artists have put out. But that is for a future podcast. Big shout out to the indie artists. Please keep pushing the tunes. We are listening, man. What we got next?
that's a mission Wake up to a vision At the granny's kitchen with her cocoa butter kisses Miss my uncle Johnny, I just pray that he can listen Made my mama proud but still I feel like something's missing Play with Ninja Turtles, early morning television I remember when I used to say I cannot wait to be grown To be grown You're 13 now, a teenager, wow I just traveled back to tell you how the world is now Or in the future, you're gonna see a lot in this life you're gonna take a trip to Cali, gonna take your first flight And you a rapper now, I know it's kinda hard to explain You're gonna quit baseball and end your chance of being a brave You're gonna get into this rapper, name is Kanye West He rocked Jordan 3's and tiny jeans with polo vests You know how mom and dad got married, when well, things are gonna go sour And you will have a little sister for maybe close to an hour It was hard to look at mama in her darkest of hours July 5th we laced a grave with the prettiest flowers Uncle Carl left with our sister maybe two days later I remember people passing granny tissue papers And you would have your times of talking with the great creator And those times would make you tougher, I'll explain that later Every day's a mission, wake up to a vision At the granny's kitchen with her cocoa butter kisses Miss my uncle Johnny, I just pray that he can listen Made my mama proud but still I feel like something's missing Play with Ninja Turtles early morning television I remember when I used to say I cannot wait to be grown To be grown You're in college now You're a scholar, wow All this knowledge that you'll gain You'll take it further now Let me be honest You're gonna face a tough road ahead and all the failures and the lessons gonna fuck with your head But on a lighter note, you're gonna make incredible friends That's gonna open up your vision, put you on to new trends You're gonna see the world, gonna talk to girls Get pissy drunk and make mistakes while in this crazy world Gonna graduate and move away Back to your granny's place, back to you and Jay But believe me, you gon' make a way And drop a tape, that tape was great Destined for another place, gonna get in Georgia State Then you're headed to the A, you and Villa I guess I didn't mention him yet That's also brush it, Brody Clon, the deuce, Rashad, that's your set You'll make more friends and fall in love and deal with some snakes Those are lessons that you'll deal with at a later date Every day's a mission, wake up to a vision at the granny's kitchen with her cocoa butter kisses Miss my uncle Johnny, I just pray that he can listen Made my mama proud but still I feel like something's missing Play with Ninja Turtles early morning television I remember when I used to say I cannot wait to be grown To be grown Before I let you go, you're 33 now and the way you think and move is very different now There was a time you battled self And you didn't love yourself And you couldn't see the blessings that you gained Wow, and Uncle Johnny passed away With a crazy day You hopped the train and went to work and cried that whole day There was this situation Well, we won't talk about that Just know forgiveness is important You're still working with that But anyway, you're gonna be a hell of a man you're gonna be the coolest uncle and a hell of a friend You're gonna travel out to Texas with the closest of friends Hunter's gonna get married, you're gonna be the best man And Villa is your brother, that's your boy to the end 
I know I said a lot just now, it's a lot to take in Just know to be a real good person, you're gonna win in the end So here's the 33, another chapter begins Every day's a mission, wake up to a vision At the granny's kitchen with her cocoa butter kisses Miss my uncle Johnny, I just pray that he can listen Made my mama proud but still I feel like something's missing Play with Ninja Turtles, early morning television I remember when I used to say I cannot wait to be grown To be grown
don't get your shit popped, you ain't careful with your tone You get me pissed off, I'ma throw you with the bones It'll be you, you a home in the dirt and it won't hurt Tryna find heaven in this hell, oh you get burned Lisa you would've lived and you go berserk Tired of this shit, but I won't go first Many dark fantasies I have in my head By the motherfucker that don't know me Soon gonna be dead, that's that rock smile That's a loom over him from his bed I'ma have to song on this motherfucker's head I'ma have to see his sheets and pillow turn red See and hear a scream, I to look down with a ghost face If I feel so hurt, then why should I hurt? Would there be any blessing from a fucking curse? All I feel is pain, which should turn into pleasure But it won't make anything better Might as well be the demon with a tensor <laughs> the fuck out of here, motherfucker Yo, give me back my money You know ain't shit funny No, there ain't no lovey I used to have plenty Devil puts on Fenty Fuck with her, you dead me She gon' rip my heart out Start a fucking frenzy, hey Give me back my money on the way didn't mean to didn't mean to like be super heavy but I, I really think it's important to speak on these kind of things man big shout out to the artist featured um i want to take some time sorry man i i know this might be a little bit of a morbid one but i want to take some time to just pay some respects to the people that we lost along the way so people understand it is a blessing it is a blessing to god willing make it to 2022 man and there might be some people who passed in 2020. This whole pandemic has been a blur, man. Um, it didn't happen recently, but I have to say RIP Nipsey Hustle. That was a big one for me. It didn't happen recently, but I still think about that. RIP Virgil, Young Dolph, Mo3, King Vaughn, um, Norm McDonald, Michael K. Williams. Biz Marquee, DMX, man, big, big RIP, DMX, Gonzo, Slim 400, Kango Kid, Drakeo the Ruler, many, many more, unfortunately, to name, but I just wanted to give some, some remembrance to the people that did not make it um, to see 2022. And I want to encourage uh, Shock G, Black Rob, Lil Loaded. I want to encourage anybody who is taking things for granted. Understand it is a blessing that you woke up. If you have your health, that's a blessing. Ten fingers, ten toes, that's a blessing. You have your sight, glasses or not, that's a blessing. You can breathe, <sighs> fill air up in your lungs, that's a blessing. You can hear, that's a blessing. You're in your right mind. If you are not spazzing on people uncontrollably, that is all a blessing. If you are able to close your eyes and 
and enjoy silence and your mind is not busy with worry, that's a blessing. If you don't have any addictions, that's a blessing. And most importantly, if you are alive, I'll say it again, that is a blessing. Every day is a chance for you to try to get it right or more right. You are never too far gone to turn your life around, to get your health back together, to at least try to start thinking positive. You can always start at least thinking positive and being appreciative today. RIP to all those that that were named and that weren't named. And in 2022, let's take care of each other, man. Let's look out for each other. Check on people. Because there are some families who are unfortunately waking up and and dealing with loss. You know? Yeah. All right. The next one, the the rest of it is not going to be that serious. But I wanted to get that out of the way, man.
how you switched that shit, damn, that took my breath away My mind too loud, I keep thinking about yesterday Hey, how they keep saying that it's better days Hey, how they keep saying that it's better days Blinded by the lies I couldn't see I tend to vibe, but if I stare, I'm off that 30 Hard code, I still walk around with heat I won't let another fuck nigga hurt me Turn robbery, flexing around me modestly. Cut so many ties, I don't fuck with niggas honestly. All up on my line, fake love, they say they proud of me. They say I change, but I just say I'm who I gotta be. It's like as I get older, God taking my soldiers is over and over. The same thing that I told you. Coming way too hard, man, they can't hold us. Say he gon' rob a he a bitch, I watch him fold up. Why you ain't standing by that shit that you had told us? It's like as I get older, over and over, I think about it over. Same shit that I told you, saying that he's solid, but I watch these niggas fold up. How you switch that shit, damn, that took my breath away. My mind too loud, I keep thinking about yesterday. Hey, how they keep saying that it's better days Hey, how they keep saying that it's better days Blinded by the lies I couldn't see I tend to vibe, but if I stare, I'm off that 30 Hard code, I still walk around with heat I won't let another fuck nigga hurt me When they see us coming in, not again Don't want the boys to win, not again Can't be cool, can't be friends, not again No, no, not again, no, no, not again When they see us coming in, not again Don't want the boys to win, not again Can't be cool, can't be friends, not again No, no, not again, no, no, not again Nah, man, we ain't kin and I've been up for like two days, up on ten private flights on the plane. Yeah, that's him. They go scheming on them. Flex again, right? Million dollar dreams with my pen. No, my road don't fold. No break up in. That's just how it goes. No offense. Say you got the title, but you don't contend. How you do it? How you do it? What they ask? Try to do it like I do it. But come up last Trying to be the new wave In the past Slow it down, slow it down Moving too fast On the beat, going hard Cement flow Acting a straight fool Keenan Kale flow Need the beat like Sega And I'm streets of rage Before I let go Frankie Beverly and Maze When they see us coming in Not again Don't want the boys to win Not again Can't be cool, can't be friends Not again coming in not again don't want the boys to win not again